Welcome to Fireside with Foxcake, a podcast for professional public speakers. I'm your host, Richard Roger, the founder of Foxgate.com, which is an online community and service for speakers and event professionals. In each episode, we sit down for an intimate fireside chat with people in the public speaking community to learn how they have mastered the art of getting up on stage and speaking in front of an audience. If you're an aspiring speaker or just want to improve your onstage performance, this podcast will help you learn from some of the most accomplished and interesting professional conference speakers. In this podcast, I talk to Avidyu Mantan, and I have had the pleasure of being invited to speak at a number of his conferences, especially in the pre-COVID world. We talk about how COVID affected his conference business and how he moved to a successful series of online conferences and has built up a series of wonderful uh, tricks and tips for speakers when they're doing online events. He's now moving back into the real world and running with a hybrid model. And we talk about how COVID has affected small conferences and how hopefully they will come back and the small conference scene, which I absolutely love, will hopefully start to thrive again. Let's get started. Ovidu, hello, how are you doing? It is great to have you on the Fireside with Voxking chat. How are you doing, sir? Hi, Richard. Very well. Thanks for having me to your, at your podcast. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Okay, so it's hard to know where to start, Ovidu, with all the stuff you do, because um, you're a publisher and you do conferences and all sorts of wonderful stuff. Uh, I guess... Let's start with the conference that you have run for the last couple of years. Um, first sure. of all, how did it how did it start? How did you start doing the conference? Uh, well, I think uh, in the beginning I was having this uh, Today Software Magazine, which is my my main, uh, uh, let's say, business, and uh, we were doing regular events like once per month. And we realized that at some point we need something bigger to get all the energies. So we decided, okay, at least I decided, uh, let, let's try to, to do a big event. And this is how IT Day was born. And this was happening nine years ago. Of course, uh, every time, you know, the first conference, when you start to organize conferences, you need to be really focus on what you want to do. And I can tell you for sure that probably the first two or three edition will be made more or less on your money. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah that, that's happening. After that, people start to notice you and, uh, you know, sponsors, companies will come. But initially, it, it's not easy. That's why probably we don't have so many conferences around us. Yeah, it's a problem, isn't it, for, for people who want to start conferences? Um, I, I used to run one a couple of years ago as well. We had to borrow money from the bank to run the first version. Um, and we were <laughs> we were lucky we didn't you know lose the company over it. Um, <laughs> and I know lots of people who have uh, who have lost money. Um, but they are they are still I mean, I would still do them. I think they're very, very beneficial for a business, right? Yes, I think uh, so. So my ideal conference will be a conference that I enjoyed myself and I like to to see it as as a viewer. And if this is happening, even if you know your money are not necessarily good in the beginning, you are you know you are pleased with yourself and say, okay, 
and doing a good stuff. So, so I think this is important to do conferences with passion instead necessary as a business. Might yeah. become a business uh, on the way, but I think conference is a really good uh, place to uh, get people together, speakers, participants, probably in a nice location. But, you know, this was happening before COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting as a as a speaker, you know, you end up speaking at lots of different conferences. And sometimes the smaller ones that are more about passion, more, more just about the subject and the community are, are often... Uh, more, not just more enjoyable, but but have a better result, right? You you learn, you meet more people, I think, and get to know them better than the big conferences, you know. Uh, agree, agree. Uh, especially if you know, like, like I can give you a example. My my conference, and you are, I think, two times at least speaker yeah, yeah. and the developers. Oh. Sorry, and we should we should say uh, to the listeners just disclaimer. I, I have spoken at Avidu's conferences, so <laughs> this is a fix-up. Yes, yes. uh, but anyway, yes, Avidu, please continue. Yeah. Also, for your audience, Richard is a really good speaker, so keep an eye on him. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, coming back, uh, as we got the developers with only three or four speakers, this is really good because as an organizer, you can connect with each of the speakers and also them can enjoy better the, the audience, the public. Probably if it's a small conference, you will not have a thousand of people in the audience, but even a few hundred, I think it's enough to, to send your message. And uh, also you will get really interesting question if it's a smaller conference. If it's big, uh, you, you you might get lost uh, between tracks, and so on. Yeah, I mean that has that has definitely been my experience. Um, I mean, I think uh, I think my, what I'm afraid of, and, and my kind of fear of one of the effects of COVID and that the effect that it's had on events is that it has badly affected a lot of the smaller conferences. Um, you know, because I, th th those are my favorite ones to go to, lo lots of smaller ones. And um, a lot of them went online. You you went online. Um, but you, I mean, you survived. So well done. Congratulations. That's It, it, it must have been very difficult. Yeah, it, it was not easy. And what I'd done, what I'd initially done, it was to try to do a small project. So initially it started as an experiment, but it, I finished up creating my own, uh, let's say, stream stream uh, website. So so people, you know, I, I'm, which I'm using only myself right now. <laughs> yeah, well, we put a link in, uh, don't worry. We'll get some more users. That's that's amazing, though. You, I mean, you're just like, I'm just going to build it myself. Exactly. So because I was not happy to do uh, meetups and conferences on Zoom or other stuff like this, and I wanted to have more flexibility, so I just created my own based on you know open technology like Jitsi Meet, OBS, and you know different other stuff. But uh, it, it it is working good, and probably I'll open it for for uh, for other people at some point too. Uh, the the thing is, if you want to a better view, if you want to have an I don't know animated background to put people name, all this kind of stuff, you need to build custom. And once you build custom, then you realize that you want to scale a, bit, a little bit to have like one, two, three, four tracks, maybe more in parallel. And then, you know, uh, you end up building an entire website. 
So yeah. this was happening. Uh, I built this solution and then with all my uh, magazine events, which are monthly, and my conferences, which is, you know, the developers and IT days, all went online with, with my platform. But I, I have to mention that, uh, I don't know, at least here in Cluj, I realized that a lot of uh, small events like the meetups uh, ha- has disappeared. So, so yeah. I don't see many, many small events, as you mentioned, lately around me. Yeah, and I, I mean, that's what I'm, I'm kind of worried about. Now, I, I, I went to my first meetup in Dublin, Ireland, um, last week uh, about um, no-code automation. So that was really interesting. Uh, but that was oh. the first meetup. Oh, Everybody at that meetup, it was the first time they went in person to, to a meetup in two years. Well, well, I agree. I, at least myself, I didn't get this chance. <laughs> yeah, it depends. Uh, I mean, different countries are at different stages, right? So I think it's it's a bit safer here. But um, yeah, I see. I think you are lucky that the only the only moment when I was able to let's say socialize with other people on this technical side was uh, this year at IT Days. Uh, we are not allowed to have people in the in the the conference hall. But uh, we are able to, you know, got people there, set up four stages. And we got only speakers, some of the local speakers who want to come here. But we end up, for example, during afternoon to have like 20 or 30 people there. And we got something like a nice chat and like a small meetup. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not too bad. That's something yeah. anyway. Yes. Um, hopefully, anyway, this year it, it's it'll it'll all get better, and we won't we won't have to worry so much anymore. I um, I, I want to ask you about speakers, um, because a lot of a lot of the people listening are uh, speaking as part of their job, and they're going out, they're developer advocates or whatever, and they're talking about products. And a lot of conferences have this tension this issue where they don't want to have uh, people pitching products. Um, And I think it's an interesting topic because when I ran a meetup, um, my members would often be quite happy to have somebody come and talk about their product because they would learn about it. Um, What do do you think of this issue? Uh, Is Uh, it okay for speakers to come and and pitch a product or how can they do it right? I think if it is their own product that they build and uh, they can talk more about not only about their f- the, the product feature, but also about how they built it and all the journey, what technology are they using, I think that's welcome every time. Uh, the problem that I'm seeing is uh, some, some speaker come to advertise their company, which is a different thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm trying to... Every time I, you know, when I got a speaker, I say, okay, try to not do advertising. If you want to do advertising, we have, you know, some packages you can put there, the picture and so on, but that's different. And uh, actually this is happening with all my, my, my uh, project in the Today Software Magazine, the same. I'm trying, I'm keeping it outside or all the advertising I'm trying to keep it outside. Uh, but other than this, I think uh, to talk about your product is is great, and I'm my myself. I'm happy when I can get these kind of speakers. Yeah, I, I think um, if it's done well, if the if it's done for the developer, so that it's useful, 
you know, they maybe showing how to solve problems. Um, you know, I, I, I think that is pretty good. I have seen some terrible <laughs> over the years, some terrible pitch, uh, presentations where it was just marketing. Um, that's what we exactly. don't want, right? We, we, it's, it's like, show me the code. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you don't want someone to come and say, hey, this product is the greatest one in the planet. You know, uh, you want people to realize themselves this. You don't want to, to, to adv- I mean, just tell them about the product and not, and not that it is the, the, the best one necessarily. I mean, accept some, some of the critics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you find, um, so I mean, some speakers have, already prepared talks um, or given the talks elsewhere. So when you're organizing a conference, do you do you ask to see the, the slides in advance? Do you give some direction to the speakers about uh, what to do? Uh, well, this is, well, uh, I think this make every conference particular. For my case, I'm going more on the person than yeah. on the presentation. So if I'm, I know you, if I, know that you are the best guy and uh, you know you are a good professional and you deliver good presentation and we have a trust relation i'm not asking about any slides so uh, the platform is there you can upload your slide just before you go live it's up to you i don't care it's your side and it's your name there yeah. but as an organizer i know that you will do a good good thing there uh I don't. I mean, if you are doing a conference, you are talking with some senior people. So, uh, I, at least myself, I'm not expecting to go into someone else's slides other than myself and say, "Okay, this is not good. You need to change it." I, I think if you got to this point, you should not get him as or her as a speaker. <laughs> yeah, this is true. You know, so <laughs> it's. You you need to believe and to trust the speaker. If you don't do this, then you should search for another speaker. I think the the, the challenge. I think um, I mean from from the event organizer perspective, um, conference organizer perspective, you can understand that you want to pick people that are proven that can you know can do the job. Um, I always get, especially at, at meetups, people who want to start speaking, um, they have this challenge that they have no track record, they've never done any talks. Um, I always say to them to start at meetups. I guess, I mean, you have a monthly event as well. Do you, do you let new people speak at those or how, how does that work? Uh, well, for, for my monthly events, then it, it's easier because they have only 10 minutes and I'm there. So if they you know, talk something different that I want to hear, I can intervene and yeah, say, yeah. hey, let's, did, let's did you, go back you... to, the, to the topic. And also, uh, okay, I got I to gotta ask, have you, have you had to intervene? What, what, what was the worst? Well, usually thing? not. Usu- usually not. Usually not. I'm trying to not do this. Uh, yeah. But my advantage is that they're also presenting their articles. So I somehow know about what they are doing. Oh, of course. Uh, yes. But but on the other hand, might happen. I mean, you might get a speaker who really want to advertise their company and so on. And you know, when it's not the place, uh, for this is okay. He finishes talk. That's it. But you not you know ask him to come back next time. So yeah, yeah. So that's a black mark. <laughs> so your exactly. secret weapon, Avicii, is is the magazine, right? <laughs> 
somehow, yes, yes. This is the secret weapon because uh, from the magazine, I got some great speaker. I, I discovered actually new speakers. And the best one, I'm inviting them to the IT days or you know other conferences. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the magazine. So how did that one, how did the magazine start? Because I, I know about conferences <laughs> and I've, I've done that myself, but magazines, that's a, I don't know anything about magazines. Uh, well, yeah, it started some some time ago. Uh, well, as a base, I'm a, I'm a Java developer. Yeah, yeah. I was, and I'm still here. I still is. Yeah, I am. Uh, but the, the thing at at some point, I was got to a position as a product manager. Start to doing some some product things like a synchronization server, doing features, business cases, so on. And I started to get the taste to to create your own product. Uh, the thing is that the next step, I, I had to go to a company that was doing great stuff, great project for Silicon Valley, but they, uh, you know, they're doing just, you know, outsourcing and nobody cared about your thought and things like this. And then I decided, okay, I need my own product. And this is how I got to the software magazine. Uh, initially, you know, as any new product, I build it on my own money, printed magazine for my own money. Wow. <laughs> uh, without any, without any, that is funny because I was not, it was only passion. I didn't think that might be a business. And the funny thing is that company, companies came to me and say, oh, okay, Ovidio, we want an offering for, for your magazine. We want to be there. And somehow, you know, more company came and at some point I decided, okay, let, let me stay only with the magazine and quit my job. Wow. That's a, that's a great story. Wow. So yeah. now you're a publisher. <laughs> yes. And one more, one interesting thing, everything happened in uh, 2012, uh, 2012, uh, this month, so in February. So oh, this month years. we are having 10 years of activity. Congratulations. That's wow. Wow. I mean, that's living the dream, right? So many, so many people want to be their own boss. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for sure it's easier to just work for the others, but uh, you know, being your own boss means I saw a lot of freedom. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so I mean the business model for the magazine, is it a traditional advertising-based model? Uh Somehow, I mean, we have uh, companies that are uh, some, all the partners are coming as uh, they, they got some some advertising inside of the magazine, their logo, and usually we are doing contracts for one year. So it's not like uh, I, I'm not usually accepting companies that want advertising only for one month or two months because this somehow disrupting. So I'm preferring long term partners and. Uh, in this way, they appear inside of the technical articles, the advertisement, and that's it. Okay, and I, I mean, most of the most of the advertising is it to sell software products, or is it to recruit? Uh, the well, uh, the companies are local from here, from Cluj, yeah. Transylvania, Romania, <laughs> and uh, usually they are trying to hire people. So, okay. it, so. Or it's just the logo as an advertisement, or they have a message trying to, to, to get some people hired. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, of course, finding developers 
Exactly. <laughs> it's so very hard. Market. Yes, yes. So usually that's the marketing for for. So if you have yeah. like a, a a website where developers are coming, probably will end up having advertising for for some companies, not necessarily jobs, but saying okay, we are a good company, something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, would you do it again? <laughs> if you could uh, go back in time, <laughs> would you do it again? Uh, yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. Yes. Cool. Uh, yes. It's, I mean, uh, and and the, the nice thing is that you can build products. Uh, so you have the magazine. You start. I, I have the magazine. Then I start the conferences. Then I start. Uh, you know, you can try to do different businesses. So I try some points. Some some website with tests, but they didn't went well. Uh, now I have the streaming platform. Maybe uh, the next project will be, and actually I'm working on this. I'm trying to get more on, on the video part of the scene, like uh, cinematic videos, things like this. Um, because what's happening right now, people are reading, but they are usually preferring the video materials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to get into the, that part. And I don't know. We'll see what the next project will be. Yeah, I think it's a challenge. I, I kind of looked into it a little bit myself. Um, and and during COVID, we, we were kind of helping people do some kind of online video courses. Uh, but it's, I mean, you have to learn OBS, that, that kind of software, and then you need a powerful computer. And then the big challenge I find, find is, um, even for Zoom calls for business meetings, is lighting, right? So having... Uh, not looking like you're a zombie <laughs> you know, in the meeting room, uh, yes. especially in winter. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to do lighting. Well, yes, lighting. I mean, uh, when I'm asking people to join the conference, you cannot control everything, but uh, you can just at least say, okay, don't stay with your camera to the window. Stay, you know, get the light on you. If it's not enough light, try to, to you know, uh, start something there. Uh, yeah, agree. Lighting is one of the things. The, the other problem with an online meeting is the internet connection. Yes. yes. Which might break, might not break, uh, or people are talking, but their image disappears. So yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff. Uh, but uh, well, as trying to organizing meetings, I think from my perspective, the main issue might be the sound. At least this is... Uh, where my issues start usually because usually the image you can see it and you can fix it but what's happened to me a few times you might get some echo or things like this or some 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 background noise and you cannot fix it live that you you need to stop see or you know look on your tools and see okay what's causing this yeah and and the human ear i think is much more kind of sensitive to bad sound it's um Yes, it's it's always a challenge. It's always a challenge. I mean, on this podcast, I mean, I think we, we're, I guess, we're kind of lucky in the, in the sense that the the guests tend to have um, pretty good setups, especially now that people are working from home. Um, but I mean, I, I've done this podcast where I'm sitting in a hotel room trying to interview somebody. Okay, <laughs> <on> hotel <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's happening. 
yeah so make, uh, make life difficult for yourself uh Avidu, okay i think um i think we'll, we'll kind of finish up um just before we go um 2022 is going to be uh hopefully a good year for you, for you guys um tell us a little bit about your the events you're planning for this year um as much as you know of course well yes uh we'll have monthly events for the today software magazine unfortunately since we are locally here i'm keeping them in romanian uh from time to time they are in english too but that's usually an exception yeah. i hope to have as soon as possible real life events with the people you know more people in the room and not sitting at home uh what will change there is that even if we will be there in a room with a bunch of people and talking about technology we'll still have from now on uh this online connection so everyone can can connect uh, to it and then we'll have of course the conferences we have the developers 14 june yeah richard you might be there too right yeah that's a small conference with with just usually four speakers and what we are doing here we are trying to to have one hour of presentation or 50 minutes, something like this, and then half an hour of Q&A, because I think Q&A is one of the most important things that uh, yeah. for the audience, I mean, that they is... can ask and they can interact with you really good. This is and... true, because in a lot of conferences, what happens is, you, you know, there's, there's always a little bit of a delay. I mean, you only have time for like one or two questions and it's very frustrating for the audience. Uh, uh, agree, agree, agree. So, so this is at the developers. Then we'll have in 9 and 10 November, we'll have IT Days. This is a bigger conference uh, with a lot of audience. We have like 60 speakers, two days, four tracks. Hopefully it will be in person, we'll see. And uh, yeah, this is a kind of different kind of conference. And uh, I'll continue to work on my stream, stream event platform. And I'm just recently... Uh, uh, starting to look at the NFT, uh, you know the tokens. Yeah. And uh, am I am I looking to 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 build a, this kind of platform for some local artists to sell their their stuff there? Interesting. We'll Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's not it's not an area I've um, taken much of a look at. So yeah, you could tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully in person. Avidu, yeah, thank we'll you. see. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you so much. It has been awesome. And uh, best of luck for this year. And I hope everything happens in, in person. Uh yeah, thank you, Richard. And of course, next time I love I will love to see your plans for the for 2020. <laughs> Absolutely. When I forget about, I will let you know. Alrighty, take care. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Just a few things before the embers fade and we wrap up another episode of Fireside with Voxgig. You can find notes and links from this podcast at voxgig.com podcasts. We also publish a weekly newsletter on public speaking, selecting the best advice and techniques from some of the world's greatest speakers, both ancient and modern. Rhetoric is an old and revered art, not especially easy to master, but a skill like any other, and one you can also learn. Visit voxgig.com slash newsletter to subscribe. If you've enjoyed this fireside chat, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Please also leave a review that helps us make this podcast even better. 
If you'd like to contact me directly, please email me, richard at foxgig.com. If you'd like to be counted as a supporter, just let me know and I'll add you to our supporters page. Till next time, remember, take a deep breath, pause, and step forward.